from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Good news, if your good old pal, your dog, survives the apocalypse too, Broadleaf Plantation is a good answer for both of you. The entire plant is edible from root to tip, can be roasted or raw, and is safe for canines and humans. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Hmm. If at first you don't succeed... Maybe you shouldn't try skydiving. Just a thought. <laughs> and now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two douchebags and a microphone pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, Hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, Promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Hi there, this is Fucknut from Two Fucknuts and a Recorder Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone are our favorite podcast ever. Please, go to your friend's computer and download it from there. Go to your church's computer and download it from there. Go to people you don't know and grab their phones and download it on there. These fuckers need all the help we can get. Next up, things overheard in hell. Spam. With Spam Helper tonight. How yummy. Two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. I got an interesting story that I found the other day. Hi. Lenny, Lenny Lakovitz, I believe is how it's spelled. Lenny Lakovitz, L-I-C-O-V-I-T-Z. Lenny Lakovitz was uh, getting ready for his bagpipe lesson when he noticed something unusual. His oh, ba- no. You, you are not missing bagpipes right now. Yes, I am. Why? Dude, you're open up to my next story. Great. <laughs> and this is not planned. No. This is no. not planned. We never, we never ask each other about our stories ahead. We, we no, can we be don't. a surprise. His uh, bagpipe case was open with the bagpipe partially out of the case, 
he always, after use, would uh, shine his instrument up and put the pipes in the case next to the cabinet. Lenny went to pick up his gear when he noticed a tail hanging out of the bagpipe. The tail belonged to a very small mini capuchin monkey. There were only a few hundred in existence. The monkey was not tame and went on a rampage throwing books or anything he could get its hands on. Animal control in Marchdale, Scotland had to be assisted by a local zoo animal handler but eventually got the monkey in a cage and off to New Zealand to be introduced to the other mini monkeys. His bagpipes are fine, but his apartment was trashed. He hasn't a clue how the extremely rare monkey got inside his bagpipes. <laughs> Wouldn't that fuck you up? <laughs> He'd be like, I would. I would, man. I mean, how does a monkey get it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's not, it couldn't be like a joke because someone would go, go through all that trouble of grabbing a mini capuchin monkey, which I knew were very rare. And, and and stick it in someone's bagpipes or or in his in open window or whatever that that just doesn't make sense. So I mean, whatever. Um, interesting. Um, now for your bagpipes. Okay. Yeah. That that's what's crazy. Because my next story is one of your favorites. I'm going back to American songwriter. Yay. Four classic rock songs that feature bagpipes. Okay. First one, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll by ACDC. That may be the best song ever to me that is uh, bagpipe um, friendly. Released on the famed Australian Rockers 1975 album, TNT, this song features Scottish-born singer Bob Scott performing both lead vocals and Bob bagpipe playing. Yeah, and uh, Brian Johnson does not play bagpipes, so I don't know what they do uh, live. If they just have pipe it in, or if someone comes out there and plays the bagpipes, I'm guessing it was a recording. Probably because uh, I saw footage of Bon Scott when he was alive, and he'd come out there with the bagpipes and play. And I don't know. I, I love Bon Scott, so I I mean Brian Johnson. Oh yeah, awesome. But that music with Bon Scott just had more flair to me. But anyhow. Okay, next one. Tomorrow by U2. Try to think Released on the Irish Rock Band's 1981 album, October, mm-hmm. this song opens with pipes, setting the mood for an emotive offering reminiscent of fog floating over the countryside. Okay. Try, I can't get a handle on what song Tomorrow, is, yeah, I really don't. I, I don't I, know if I'm... I, I'm pretty sure I've heard it. I, um, I probably have I too, but U2 has never been my forte. I've never been that. I, I don't know. I mean, they were okay, but I never really followed I, them. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm the same way. Actually, yeah. To me, okay, they were yeah. somewhat overrated to me. 
Yeah. So, anyhow. But they have a following. Oh shit! They, they have, have a following. They are one of the most you popular bands in the rock can't genre. Can't from them. No, no, they are. They have been very popular and probably still are. So. I'm waiting for them to hit the rock and roll hall of fame, even though they are still alive. Ooh. Well, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people still alive that are in it. Well, yeah, but that would be the type of band that you would think would be. It should be. Honestly, if you go by record sales and popularity, they should be in it. Yeah. And they're definitely rock, so I don't know what the deal is. Well, yeah, I do know what the deal is. In my opinion, they're a bunch of fucking rubes and idiots over there, so. Anyhow. No, they're they're too worried about Sade and other groups that weren't really rock. I heard Sade. Anyhow, yeah, you know, we yeah another we discussion another day. By the way, I got my top underrated bands done. Are we still doing that or not? Uh tomorrow. Okay, all right, go ahead. Tomorrow night. Okay, next up, Mullet Kintyre, Paul McCartney and Wings. That was one of his lesser songs, of course. But I am familiar this with it. Song, yeah. This track is a tribute to the entire peninsula in the southwest region of Scotland. Yep. Where McCartney owns a farm. Mm-hmm. See, I did not know that. Okay. Well, I, I've always kept track of all the Beatles. Like I said, uh, my two favorite solo, John Lennon, George Harrison... But Paul McCartney has a lot of good songs out, especially with the Wings. Paul McCartney and the Wings did some really, really good music. Oh, yeah. So, anyhow. Okay, and the final one. Come Talk to Me by Peter Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old Peter Gabriel. Released on Peter Gabriel's 1992 album, Us. This song opens with drums and bagpipes uh-huh. that sing and soar through the proverbial sky. The track, which features Sinead O'Connor, was written for and dedicated to Gabriel's then teenage daughter, Melanie. I had no idea that had Sinead O'Connor on there. Huh. Okay. I did not either. Wow. I remember I remember the song. Boy I just didn't realize it was Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, boy, she really, really had it tough with that mental illness after I yeah. Oh god, yeah. yeah I really felt for her. She just was lost. So wow. Um is well, there... and actually now that me you mentioned that. Okay. I can see why she is being nominated for the Hall of Fame. You see, I okay. If you want to be fair and real, you mentioned that part. If you being, want to be, being the being the human being I am, the caring person, I can understand that. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the deal to me, Rob. If you do shit. that, if you do that, then all the people that died and had problems, you're going to have to let in. It cheapens it. It doesn't mean anything. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, let's say that uh, 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 DeMar well, Hamlin... we're not saying that's the reason why she's going there. 
Okay. All right. You know what? Go ahead. Is there anyone left on that list? I lost count. No, no. That was the top four. Go ahead. Okay. Well, Bad you know job. what? Well, we're talking about bad bagpipes. Let me talk about kilts, Rob. All right. All right. A kilt wearing yeah, man. Yeah, we're in Irish mood tonight. I guess so. Uh, uh, um, my uh, my uh, studio name is Mark O'Fuckery. <laughs> uh, what's your What's your studio name? I ain't come up with one yet. Oh, can I find one for you? Well, no, I got one. Oh, okay. Rob Rad. Fair enough. Rob Rad. All right. You gave it to me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your last name is Radford. Just it was simple. It was like writing was on the wall. You're Rob Rad. It's a Say great Rad name. Rob. We're gonna go Rob Rad. Uh, we could go Rad Rob if you want me to. I'll just switch it around. Yeah, no, I like the Rob Rad. I do too. I think it has a better sound. So anyhow, yeah, I do too. A kilt where a man in Spring, Texas, was arrested last week for a crime that can only be described as asinine. Taking items for sale in an antique store and placing them in his anus. Oh, and then he allegedly put the tainted items back on the shelves, presumably so unsuspecting shoppers would purchase these assed up items. Michael Vest was arrested February 15th on charges of criminal mischief stemming from incidents that occurred on February 10th, where he was observed allegedly placing. Uh, in his uh, rectum and then putting them back on the shelves at two antique shops in Spring, Texas. According to a news release from uh, Harris County Precinct 4 um, Sheriff's Office, some of the items the 60-year-old allegedly contaminated included a makeup brush, an antique bottle opener, and a tobacco tank can according to the probable cause affidavit. <laughs> The total cost of the items. Comment when you're ready. Okay, hang on. I'm almost done. The total cost of the items were a little over two hundred dollars. The items led to had to be thrown away because of the fecal contamination. But investigators were able to connect them to to Vest. He was fined a hundred dollars on a hundred dollars bond. Yeah. Okay. Hundred dollars bond. Okay, okay. My comment. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo! <laughs> he asked up everything. <laughs> uh, Bravo! Yeah. I love you, dude. Get over uh, so. Yep, and, and I gotta mention this, my douchebag66@yahoo.com. My friend. Oh, dude! I uh, want you. Speaking of asked up stuff, Rob, I gotta go into this really quick, <laughs> and then I got something I've got to talk about after this next thing. Oren at work is 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 one of my best friends ever. Because Ord has agreed to smoke the fake Cuban assed up cigars with me. And he knows he knows they're fake Cubans and he knows there's asked that that they're assed up, you know. Like I said, I was on a beach at Costamaya and the guy came by in his knapsack and and uh, barefoot, hey amigo, you know, and he's trying to sell me this chief sombrero. First he wanted thirty dollars, I'm like, nah, get out of here. Comes back, twenty dollars, my friend. Nah, get out of here. He comes back. Ten dollars? Mm, okay, ten bucks. I gave him ten bucks. And then uh, he pulled out this little thing. Was that of, uh, the ditchweed cigar? The ditchweed asked up Cubans, non-Cubans. And he goes, how about these? Uh, Forty dollars. Nah. Twenty dollars. 
Nah. Ten. Okay. I know he asked them up in their ditch weed. But Orin, out of respect <laughs> for me, is going to smoke them with me, knowing that they're fake Cubans that have been asked up. <laughs> he is a true friend. He knows <laughs> us, and he's still <laughs> going to smoke them with me. You're a true friend. He spent $10 on it. <laughs> no, I, 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 had a, I had a couple of pops. That's all I got to say, man. You know <laughs> Those oh, okay, okay. Those I'll fucking, that those fucking were, margaritas. You were on vacation. Those you margaritas. Vacation. Rob, if you were there, those margaritas were strong, and they do that for a reason. <laughs> that way, when my amigo comes by with a knapsack, I buy whatever the hell it is. So, <laughs> even asked up fake Cuban stitch weed. So, okay. And this next one that I want to speak about here, real quick, before we end the podcast, is this. I've got a guy that keeps regularly emailing me, and yes. uh, he claims he's from the Kansas City area. Okay, and anyhow, I'm not going to say. Have his you name. mentioned him before? Yes. Okay. He, well, I probably know who he is. Okay, I'm not going to say who he thinks I am. No, because no, no, okay, no. it'd be a great compliment because this guy has been to the peak of radio. He's a great guy. He thinks on this certain radio personality that is playing a joke on everybody by doing this show under another name and acting like on this little bitty shoestring show. And I cannot get across to him because he keeps bringing up points, certain things that we talk about and stuff. And I'm like, circumstantial, dude. I'm not this guy. And he swears up and down I am. And he thinks I'm going to use this to launch a big comeback. <laughs> when I'm not the guy. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Mark. Yes. What the fuck are you doing, dude? What do you mean? The old Mark would have ran with this. Uh, well, okay. Use it, dude. <laughs> Play you know with him. You know Play what? with him. You're right. Yeah, I'm him. I'm him. Come on. You're right. I'm him. He caught me. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. You, you, you got a smoky dude, uh, stinky dude fucking with you. I, uh, yeah. Okay. You think that okay. this guy well, knows better and he's just back and this could be your comeback. <laughs> this could be your comeback. Come on, man. Okay. Fuck with him. Okay. All right. Forget yeah, everybody. I keep guessing, but... Oh, he's not guessing. You might be, you know. He's not guessing. He's convinced I'm this guy. So, anyhow. Um, I'm, well, you then know he just listened to me. Rob says I'm that guy. See? Rob's, yeah. Rob says yeah. you caught us. Man, I, I mean, the guy's too smart for me, dude. I, I don't know what to say. Jeez. I mean, he caught me just like that. Guy's good. He's yeah, good. Yeah, Mar- Mar- Mark's a big-time radio personality. Yeah, that's why I'm sitting here wasting my time not making a dime on these things. <laughs> Use, <laughs> using Audiotonic Audacity software <laughs> and a blue microphone and a gaming computer. Yes, that's me. You caught me. Hey, hey, and I'm sitting down here in Canton, Missouri <laughs> on my cell phone and earpods. Yes. <laughs> but anyhow, it is a compliment, Rob, because the guy was very good. 
We went into this a podcast two ago. Dude, you have that voice. I, I know, I know. You I know. have you have a radio voice. I know, and that's how come I was able to uh, convince the chicks in Lewisburg that I was uh, uh, Rip Blankenship and Reggie Rash. Uh, dude, that <laughs> Lewisburg chick. Easy oh, I used to get. Well, that's <laughs> true. Easy anyway. Well, I know I never got any of that from them because well, I grew up in Belton. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was that there was that element in Lewisburg, yes, but I got free gas, free sodas, all kinds of stuff because I was this big swinging D guy from Dallas slash Houston that's coming to Kansas City on K Smack or whatever the fuck name I made, K Pow or something. K Smack would be cool. K Pow, K P O W. That's right in your face. Yeah, yeah. In your face. You know. And anyhow, <laughs> it. Uh, Anyhow, either, uh, either way, I'm smacking your ass. <laughs> You're K-powering my ass. Yeah. Alrighty, I guess we're gonna shut this bitch down because we're over an hour, and we don't like to take them over an hour because you generally don't listen after an hour, so it would be just wasting our time, right? Yeah, but I think our friends in the morning will listen as long as I can. Uh, you know what? You want to keep this bitch going? Let's do it. I don't care. That's up to you. I got a story we may, here. We may have to split tonight, tomorrow night, make three. But why not? Why not? Des Moines, we're working for you. We're working. Des Moines, like a, this is for you. We're going on. That's right. I'm gonna come. I, I gotta look up another story here. Uh, I have something I, on the rails. Okay, I, I've got one right here. A couple yeah, weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six said Sebastian Bach should not allow himself to be referred to as former Skid Row singer and suggested that Bach drop the Skid Row tag and just go by his own name. Six explained, I mean at this point, dude, you've been out of Skid Row uh, long, uh, longer than uh, being in Skid Row, you know, and he said just like let it go. VH1 Radio Network, Dave Bastner, caught up with Sebastian, who jokingly responded to what Nikki had to say. I actually uh, just let go of the former Skid Row singer tag this morning. I dropped it, so now I feel amazing, Sebastian said. I just feel myself better as a human because I made the decision after I read him uh, tell me that I should do that because I was wondering what to do, and then I read that I was like, oh, now I know. I can't believe it took me so long. As soon as I read that interview, I was like, "Man, that what would what would I do without somebody else telling me what I should do?" Because I was waiting for somebody to tell me what to do with my life, and now, oh, thank you, thank you. Now I'm okay, and now I feel great. And that is exactly what he said. So. Um, after Bach revealed in a three-word tweet to a fan on August 29, 2013, that he was asked to join Motley Crue more than two decades ago, you see there's more to this backstory, right? Oh, always. There's always more to it. Six quickly retorted that Bach's version of events never happened. Sebastian then took to his Facebook page to describe in some detail the circumstances behind his being asked to join the crew. 
which included taking part in a full day's rehearsal with a band and a, a slew of phone calls between various managers, agents, and label executives. I was driven to rehearsal by Tommy Lee, and I spent a full day singing the Motley Crue set with the band Motley Crue. Bach wrote, I remember the songs that Nikki asked me to sing that day. I remember the whole road crew's ecstatic reaction to us jamming together all day, and I remember Nikki's very generous kind offer at the end of our rehearsal to join, for me to join the band Motley Crue. I remember his exact words that he would be in front of his whole road crew, Tommy and Mick Mars as well. Not every day your hero is asked to join his band. Bach didn't reveal the full details of what went down that day, promising his Facebook followers will tell the complete story of Nikki offered me to join Motley Crue in my upcoming book, which will be arriving on bookshelves soon. So, let's see, what else is All on right. here? Um, he added, I'm not simply making hey, this up, I'm not a liar. Hey, well, music, I got one. Okay. It's something I mentioned to you, but okay, I ran across an individual story, which everybody that listened last year knows that I come up with local amphitheater. Oh yeah, stuff. You know, people is going to be um, tonight. I had. Right here, the okay. lead singer of Led Zeppelin will be gracing the Ozark stage this summer. Okay. Robert Plant, known as the lead singer and lyricist of Led Zeppelin, is performing alongside bluegrass country musician Allison Krauss Have you heard them two together, Rob? I have. I love it. At the Ozark Amphitheater in Campton on Tuesday, June 4th. Here in my ha hometown. They're going to be my amphitheater. Like I said, I got to get you I got to get you that equipment anyhow. It might be right around that time. It might be planned. Um, the performance is part of the duo's 2024 Can't Let Go Tour. So this is going to be more than just here. Uh -huh. They're touring together. Tickets for the Can't Let Go Tour go on sale at 10 a.m. Friday, February 16th. Uh-huh. Which today's the 24th. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's a, I'm telling you, wait till I bring that segment. There's a lot of big names coming to Lake of the Ozarks this year. That's cool. I mean, like I said, man, I... And actually, I think this year, there's another venue or two I may add in. That'd be cool. I, I'm um, I'm also going to look up uh, this right here. Um, there is a, a, 
the Black Oak Amphitheater open back up? No, no. In Lampy, Missouri. Wanted to be. That's going to be one of the amphitheaters. I'm going to copy. Oh, you are okay. Um, yeah. No, I'm the amphitheater dude. Okay. I think they're going to have some big jam fest, if what I read is correct. It's going to be something to the likings of uh, of uh, Ted Nugent. Um, what was some of the other names I heard? Ted Nugent. April Wine was one of them. Oh! Yeah. Um, let's see dude, what else. Dude, um, dude. Uh, okay, yeah. There was, some, there was some interesting... There were some interesting bands on there that I didn't even know were still together, if I read was correct. i got to say with some money. Um, I think Jay Giles' band. i, I got to go see April 1. Um, and I think, actually, it's going to be led off by Sebastian Bach, which I love. I love his solo stuff. He sings a lot of skin. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that's good. That's I saw him up in Omaha, and he was great. I mean, very energetic, sounded great. So, wow, wow. that means I ought to start saving up money, dude. Um, yeah, because I think Ozark, uh, or not Ozark, um, Black Oak Amphitheater is trying to rebuild its reputation because it had many years of being dormant. Yeah, and, it's and they're like two and a half hours. They're as far. I'm as far away from Black Oak amphitheater as I am from you. You see, here's what I would do, is I would go to uh, Black Two Oak totally Amphitheater different and then go straight to Eureka Springs, which is about 45 minutes away from there, and spend a couple of days there and then come back. That I sounds don't have good. the money or the time. We'll figure it out. Just saying. We'll figure it out. So. Just being honest. Okay, all right. Um, well, I've, I've got to, uh... We'll, we'll, we'll look at the lineup. We'll see what we can do. We'll see if what I... do have vacation. See if what I read was true. Because we all know that everything you read online is true. Um, just see. Oh, everything! Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I think that that would be, um... That would be a great lineup if that does come to fruition. And I didn't know April oh, that'd be Wine. Awesome. I didn't know April Wine was even still together. I'm hoping this was Dude. true. Okay. Yeah. They're one of my top groups. I'm just saying. I love them. I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm gonna leave it right there. They've been always such I an love underrated. April Wine. I, I always have. I'm leaving it right there. Okay. It's left right there. Um, very cool. Well, let's hope all of this works out because those would be some amazing concerts to go see. Um, oh now, yeah. yeah. Now, I've never I've seen Robert Plant solo several times. I have I have never seen Robert Plant. Okay, now I did go. I'm gonna throw this out here. Okay. Um. There is a Led Zeppelin tribute group called Get the Leg Out. Yes, yeah, I've seen them online. They sound good. They look good too. Dude. It's a totally different experience in person. Yeah. 
I took I took my daughter to see Get the Lead Out. Uh-huh. Here at Ozark Amphitheater up the street, same amphitheater I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. The lead singer looks like Robert oh, Plant. No. Howard Stern. <laughs> Okay. Seriously, the late, I mean, the band even made jokes on stage about it. <laughs> the lead singer looks like Howard Stern. Oh, man. Big Bird, he looks like Big the Bird. The lead guitarist looks like Robert Plant. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. That night, and this, this no bullshit, people. Uh-huh. That night when I was at that concert, I closed my eyes as I'm listening to them. Uh-huh. I marked off seeing Led Zeppelin live off my bucket list. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean... Because get the lead out. You listen to them. I'm telling you, close your eyes. You're listening to actually Led Zeppelin. It sounded like them. Well, okay. It sounded like the old records. Uh-huh. And they were blind, man. And I'm like, but then I opened my eyes. I'm looking at fucking Howard Stern. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Well, you know what? Uh, but at the same time, they made fun of that on stage, too. Uh, yeah, you know. you know what? That's cool that they can make fun of it. Here, here's what I found out. But they are no, no. awesome. Anybody, and actually, I did read a report. They are coming to Jefferson City, Missouri, mm -hmm. at Capitol Regional Amphitheater. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm just going on my memory right now. But okay. they are coming. I will get back to you on that day. Okay. Anybody that wants to catch them. They are a great band. You can follow them on Facebook. You want to check them out. All right. I'm sure they got YouTube. They got... Yeah, I, I, they are on they YouTube. Travel. Okay. And they are an awesome Zeppelin tribute band. If you love Zeppelin, listen to them. Um, I can tell you this. The best Kiss tribute, tribute band I've ever heard, I forgot their yes. name, Kiss Tribute Band... Okay. Yeah. That they were the kind that you close your eyes and you think it's them, like you were saying. Gene Simmons, yeah. who played the guy that played Gene Simmons, was five six and about three hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Stanley had the spiky blonde hair. <laughs> five two hundred eighty pounds. <laughs> And anyhow, but the thing was is... I'm guessing laughingly. He sounded... He sung like Gene Simmons. He played the bass like Gene Simmons. The Paul Stanley looked weird, but he sounded just like Paul Stanley. He played like Paul Stanley. Really? Now, Ace looked like Ace. That was a pretty good comparison. And Peter Chris looked like Peter Chris. is a pretty good comparison. But I wow. could not... I had to not watch the band. I know what you're saying. And that same makeup. About closing your eyes. 
Yeah, I had to not watch the band because every time I saw this five foot six, three hundred pound Gene Simmons with a wig on, and his wig fit, his wig actually fell off during the performance a couple of times, and it was just like it's like, man, this music is great, but I cannot look at that guy anymore. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, when I was at that uh, get the let out concert. Uh huh. I love them. They're amazing. But imagine opening your eyes and uh-huh. seeing Howard Stern singing Stairway Dad. Oh my God, it'd be like seeing that, Big Bird. Oh, we all did. That would ruin the whole concert. I kept my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funnier than hell. It really, really is. I did go to the meet and greet afterwards. It oh, was really? great. Were they cool? They were great guys. That's cool. I, I actually still follow them on Facebook. Awesome. It, it, it was funny. I mean, it was funny that they even made fun of it. That he looked like Howard Stern. Oh, yeah. And that was out of his own mouth. Okay, here's, here's a story that I <laughs> wanted to get to, but I never did download the story. I never right, did. Let's I, do it. I, I never I got did. A lot of that. When, when, we're, when we were talking about, we're talking about music, I'll go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Michael Schenkner is a really good guitarist from UFO and then on his own. Um, I guess he was Randy Rhodes, the late, great Randy Rhodes' uh, um, favorite guitar player. And he told yeah. Ozzy this, and he told the whole Blizzard of Oz band, you know, he loved Michael Schenkner, he loved his playing and all that stuff. So um, when uh, Randy tragically died, Ozzy got a hold of Michael Schenkner and... Um, and they couldn't come to an agreement. Michael Schenkner didn't want to play for Ozzy, but didn't want to tell him because he heard how crazy Ozzy was. He's like, man, he goes, I want to be a part of that. You know, a guy not showing up, this and that and the other and everything, right? So I can understand that. You know, he had a very bad reputation for not showing up, being drunk, right. horrible performances. So when, um, when Ozzy called him, and Sharon, I guess, was on the line too, he came up with all these demands. He said he wanted his own jet and all of this stuff. And I guess he got asked about it not too long ago. He said, yeah, you know, um, there's all these rumors about you joining the Blizzard of Oz and Ozzy after uh, after Randy's death because he loved you. You know, Randy loved you. And he said, yeah. He goes, here's what that was. And he finally explained it. He said, look, I wasn't trying to be a dick trying to get all these um, uh, favors for playing guitar for him. He said, I simply wanted him to tell me no because I didn't have enough guts to say, dude, you're always fucked up and I don't trust you. Interesting, right? Right. Yeah, I thought that's a great story. I'm like, wow. So, because I'd heard that a long time, and Michael Schenkner, I guess, a lot of people think he's kind of hard to deal with. Um, I, I don't know, you know, of course, there's no way I could know, but I've read that before. But it was interesting that on that story, he was actually kind of being considerate and not trying to piss Ozzy off. Right. I understand that. Yeah. Well, anyhow, um, did you have a story? You said something about Yeah, actually, well, uh, I, w- I was just going to add a little bit since you were talking about Ozzy. Oh, okay. Uh, I read a story a while ago that I did not save. It was about J.K. Lee. Mm-hmm. which I almost wanted to say but I figured we had so much other crap to go into tonight well uh, not now now we're fucking free balling it and I love this 
Well, yeah, it was, like I said, I actually deleted the story. So, but it was about Jake Lee after Randy. Uh-huh. You know, and it was it was actually a good story, and <laughs> it it went into what he's doing now. What is he doing now? And like I said, I deleted the story, so. Hang on. He has a new band now. It was Red Dra- Dragon Cartel. That's it. That's it. That's oh, it. Okay. Red Dragon Cartel. That's it. That's a story I went into, that I read into. Okay, let's see what's going Which on here I, now. I just read into it this morning. And I've had a very, very, very busy day. Okay, they okay. It seems They're like they still have to the keep same. My phone up and going, so we keep doing this podcast. But I'm gonna look into them. I'm really interested. Yeah, Red Dirt. I'm writing that down right now. Red Dragon Cartel. Red Dragon Cartel. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely like, was to, like I said, I just ran that story this morning. And it was funny you happened to mention. Looks like they're playing overseas currently. Um, let's see. Okay. Let's see. I, okay, cool. Yeah, it looks like they're playing in Europe currently. So that's good, you know, that's good that they have an audience over in Europe because, uh, um, they're not doing so well here. I know that. I, you know, they've had a couple of albums out, and he's been on Eddie Trunk. And I mean, it's not bad music. It's just not real uh, memorable music. He's got a really good uh, bassist and singer and um, and drummer. Um, let's see. Oh, I still want to check him out. Yeah, you should. You should. You can get all their music. You can find it online easily. So, um, and even if you look up Red Dragon Cartel and Google it, it goes to uh, where you can get them on YouTube, Spotify, YouTube Music, Apple Music, and all those big ones. So, oh, okay. Yeah, like I said, I, I, did, I had not heard of that band until today. Okay. So, I didn't know what he was doing. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to check it out tomorrow. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, Promise. it's, it's good. The guitar on it's good, as you can imagine. And, you know, I've always liked Jakey's, Jakey Lee's guitar, and it was completely different than Randy, you know, but it, it was good. It You know, it fit in with all the Ozzy's music very well, well like Bark of the Moon and Ultimate Sin Eras. Okay, here's where I'm at with that, and I think most of the public will agree. Okay. Jakey Lee took over for Randy. He had yes. big shoes to fill. Yes. And this is an ongoing story to read many stories about it. Jake just kind of fell off after that. Well, he, he joined did. Badlands, him and Ray Gillen, who passed away. Um, okay, well, he, yeah, he did Badlands. And, but after Ozzy, uh-huh. he just kind of fell away. He took some time off, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, he had some big shoes um, to fill. He, he had a that lot of problems. That would be a lot of mental 
because people you loved know. Randy. They blamed him for for being there instead of Randy. They flip him off. They yell at him. They spit at him and stuff. Um, I, I found that really interesting. Why they couldn't help it. Randy died. Couldn't play anymore. Yeah, they had to have and, a guitarist. And they just took up for him. Like yeah. he was asked to do. You, you see, know, and, and at the time. George Lynch was and one of the finalists. Um, he did great at the time. Uh, George Lynch was one of the finalists. I forgot. Brad Gillis, they wanted Brad yeah. Gillis to play. Um, there was all these other really good guitarists that were finalists. They decided on Jakey Lee because it was also his look, too. They wanted to look. They wanted him to look completely different than Randy Rhodes so people would maybe forget, or, or not forget, but not be so um, hung up on looking like Randy yeah. Rhodes, and you know, they wanted Ozzy go there and pick the guy up and all that stuff and everything. And they wanted it to be like the same thing, where Ozzy and Sharon were like, well, it can't be the same thing because it's not and, Randy but Rhodes. Jake did what he needed to do. Yeah, um, yeah. And but I, then Ozzy moved on. Well, Jakey Lee, um, I think, wait, yeah, hang Jake on, let me look, I can't up. remember. I I can't I think Jakey Lee may have stepped down. Um, he did. He did. I, I I that was one of my reports. Jakey Lee just backed out. He took some time off, and that's why he's come up with this new album. Well, they did he, have a couple I mean, of. Come uh, on, he got. He, okay. I mean, come on, think about it, Mark. Here, I got if it right you here. Were, if you were in Jake Ely's shoes, uh huh, and you found out Randy Rhodes died, and you got asked to take his place with Ozzy Osbourne. Well, of course. Back in the day, that would be a lot of pressure. Well, afterwards, Jake kind of gave up, and he took some time off. I read the article. Okay, here's what and it then says. He start, then he started coming back. Here's what it says here, Rob. Okay, this is uh, Wikipedia. After being fired from Ozzy's band, Lee formed the blues-based hard rock band Badlands with vocalist Ray Gillen in 1988. Badlands right. consisted of Lee Gillen drummer Eric Singer and bass Eric Singer, of course, you know, from KISS. I went to KISS. Yeah, yep. and bassist Greg Chasson. Uh, the band released their self-titled debut album in 1989, and it actually did fairly well. Um, they even yeah. toured, but what happened is, is Ray Gillen um, said uh, he, he contacted AIDS, and he passed away from complications to AIDS. He said he got it from a groupie, and um, that's kind of what happened to that band, is they were actually doing pretty good and then Ray yeah. Gillen, you know, got AIDS and uh, and then subsequently died, right. you know, as a byproduct of AIDS. So, um, and then after that, Jakey e. Lee was nowhere to be found for years and years. And then there's all these rumors, people saying that they've seen him smoking crack in Vegas, and uh, you know, and said, you know, he's fucking homeless and all this stuff. But it doesn't sound like any of that was true. 
I, I heard him do yeah. an interview with Eddie Trunk. He sounded good. He sounded fine. Um, yeah. No, the whole thing is, is um, they. I remember some of it here, and it's on here, that Jakey Lee, Ozzy felt that Jakey Lee and Sharon felt that he was always being combative, and he really didn't like that role, and he is difficult to work with. And that is well, why... And, yeah, he, and he was fired saying. by phone I mean, right come after... come on. Jake, at that point, was being... He had a lot of pressure on him at that point, man. Well, yeah. Taking over from Randy Rhodes, the greatest guitarist ever, at that, well, at that point. Okay, here's, and, the, here's the official story, Rob. According to Jake, yeah. he was abruptly fired by phone soon after the Ultimate Sin tour had ended. Jake claimed in a 1990 MTV interview as a member of Badlands that he was uh, washing his classic cars when the call came from an unnamed caller. That he had been fired from Ozzy Osbourne Band. At the time, he blamed Sharon Arden Osbourne, uh, likely a caller whom, uh, who, with whom he implied he had never gotten along with. In 2020, Jake claimed that Sharon had scammed him out of royalties and songwriting credits and that she, Sharon, could be so vindictive. However, this version of events right. is contradicted somewhat by 2018 interview with Jake, which was pu published by Blabbermouth.net. Sharon called me and said she wanted me to have dinner with me. She wanted to have dinner with me, I recall. I suppose there was clues in there because she was talking about how someday, Jake, when you have your own band, I will uh, think her major piece of advice would uh, be on time. When you're a leader of a band, you kind of need to set an example and you need to be on time. And that was the only clue I really had. Continuing, Jake said that although there were clues, Osborne didn't actually tell him he was out of the band. My roommate at the time was also my guitar tech and he came back from the rainbow and he'd seen Ozzy's bandmates Phil, Ozzy, and Randy Castillo on drums said he came up with to him and said so what are you going to do now that Jake's out of the band so he said that that's how he found out about it first and then he came back and said he was abruptly fired over the phone by Sharon so it sounds to me like those two interviews he did about his firing contradict each other so I don't well, know. it kind of sounds like he should not have answered that or asked that question. <laughs> yes, he should have just said, you know what, I already said everything I'm going to say. He just said, I'm uh, going to take the high road. Who, who are you going to bring in to replace me? Well, they did very well. Welcome, Zach Mr. Zach Wilde. Yep, I, Zach Wilde had actually been really popular on the East oh, Coast as Zach Adams. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they changed his yeah. name to Wild. I mean, I, I do not I do not take anything from Jake Ely. I don't. He no. he's a great guitarist. He's fantastic. It's just uh for Ozzy, I mean, yeah, he did great for replacement. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna actually deep search her into some of the solo stuff which I have not done which well, I should have okay done, first off Badlands if I love him. If, when you listen to Badlands don't expect to hear all yeah. this guitar craziness no it is no, blues no, I it's don't. blues I rock don't. it's blues rock 
And then Red Dragon Cartel, uh, there's some flashiness. I, I, I couldn't understand that. Actually, I think I have heard some Badlands. Oh, I'm sure you have. They've had, they had a couple of decent hits. So, anyhow. All righty, let's go ahead and conclude this podcast, Rob. You want to? That's up to you. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, call it an evening because I got some stuff I got to get to. Um, so we yeah, will, we will, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yep, I got you. I'm time. I got you. Yep. Anyhow, all right. Thank you all for listening, and this will be probably two podcasts because I'll throw a best of some some shit after. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because splicing like and said, dicing. I'm looking at time. We're well over. we like one and a half right now. Yeah, yep. All right, everybody have a good night. Thanks for listening. Good night, assholes. Yeah, good night, assholes. You need protection from fucktards? You have people coming and fucking with you constantly? You need answers? You need solutions? Smack, Smack the, the nuts. nuts! That's right! Smacking the nuts is what you need! Smacking the nuts, get rid of said losers in no time flat! Smack, Smack the, the nuts. nuts! Available everywhere wherever you buy self-defense items. Here are just a few testimonials from some satisfied customers. Stupid fucksack come to me. He talks stupid. He no let me go. Smell like sack of shit. He spit talk all over. I remember smacking balls. I use shit sack. Shit sack lie on ground. I walk off. Thank you smacking the balls. You saved me from smelly smelly spit. Well I had this stupid son of a bitch come around me. Uh, he would not shut his fucking yapper for nothing. He gets up on me and he talks all stupid. And I didn't know what to do. I could not shake this motherfucker like a booger. Then I remember smacking the nuts. I pulled out old smacking the nuts. And that motherfucker went down like a sack of fucking potatoes. Thank you, smacking the nuts. You saved me once again from stupid motherfuckers. Smacking the nuts. Don't leave home without it. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Why can't I use my toaster to toast ravioli? Or how about marshmallows? Man, this is bullshit. Next up, Things Overheard in Hell. Hell will be one course forever. Coming up. Last from the past. This is where we take old shows and incorporate them into new shows. Because you fucks refuse to go get it. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Make your headphones snag on every door handle. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Heard Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Bull Weevil clap. Read up on that sometime.
The bull weevil clap, and this old guy that I knew that was uh, in uh, Vietnam, I probably should, well, you know what, you can take this part out of here if, if you like it, and we can put it somewhere. But this old guy that I knew down the road from me that was in Vietnam, he told me that uh, one day, you know, him and a couple of guys um, got a day off from the war, so they went into the nearest town to go look for some hookers, you know. They're like, you know, if we're going to die, we're going to get laid. So, okay, all right. So they go in there, and I guess the, the Viet Cong um, loaded, them full of, loaded the uh, prostitutes full of this stuff called the bull weevil clap. Yeah. Oh, it is. So anyhow, he said, you know, they all went and, um, you know, uh, did what they needed to do. You know, they thought they were all going to die, so they went and they got laid. And the next day, when a guy comes in, he goes, oh, my God, he goes, I hurt so bad. I, you know, my fucking dick hurts like hell. My, my stomach hurts. I think I'm going to die. What'd they do with those damn hookers? So anyhow, it, and he started hurting really bad. He said it hurt so bad you could hardly breathe. You could feel it in your dick shaft. It mm. hurt so bad. So they all go in, and, and I, I guess it's like a horrible infection. And if you don't get it treated, it will kill you. Like, you know, go mm. up your scrotum and into your testicles. And uh, anyhow... The only cure back then was, is they had to take this uh, glass rod, shove it in the end of your penis, and mash it with a rubber mallet. And then you have to physically squeeze all the infection out of your penis. I've and, heard of this. Yes. And this took like four hours of mashing this uh, rod and then squeezing all the infection out because if they don't get all the infection out right then flares right back up yes seals your pp shut yes <laughs> yeah that was the old joke of you know oh, there's you know if you catch vd your dick's going to turn black and fall off but there are actually there that STDs. was worst case scenario yeah, yeah it actually will turn black and fall off because the tissue will die <laughs> yeah it's kind of um like a grand uh, again green type of deal you know or something like mm -hmm. that so anyhow, um, yeah, he said after that, he said, no, no, no more hookers. So 